When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is quite an interesting one, because we were meant to have on the show this morning a bloke called Adam Stewart, um, but Adam, I was pre-warned, was at a wedding last night, and I was given a backup number of a, of a man called Tom Broughton, and Tom has taken the call, he's on the line with us now, g'day Tom, how are you going? Good, thanks, morning guys. Now, were you at the same wedding as Adam, or do you know Adam, I assume you do, because you're sharing the ownership of Mustang Valley, is he partial to a beer or two? Uh, he certainly is. I've sort of kept my phone handy knowing that uh, this, this may eventuate. So um, he's obviously <laughs> had a good night down in Christchurch. What sort of people get married on a Friday? I mean, I wish them the best of luck with their nuptials and I hope they have lots of wonderful things in their lives. But married on a Friday before a race day, that's, that's coming off the long run, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not quite hey. sure uh, what Adam's done there. <laughs> do, do you think is he? Whereabouts are you guys based, Tom? You, you you're not Chiefs fans, are you? Uh no, I oh, know I'm a um, staunch Hurricanes fan, but we're actually spread all over the place. We've got uh, about five of us back in New Zealand. Um, yeah, we as you said, we all played rugby together in Hong Kong. So there's about five of us back in uh, back in New Zealand, and um, the other five are uh, sort of spread out. A few still in Hong Kong, and one in Sydney. So. So, Tom, right. Tom, when you get a good horse like Mustang Valley, because everybody dreams of getting on the plane and making a weekend of it away in Sydney and stuff, do you wait for Andrew Forsman to say to you, hey, this is the weekend you should be coming, uh, and is that not this weekend because it's only 1,400 metres? Are, are, are you going to wait for the call to be told when you should be making the trip across the Tasman? <laughs> yeah, I think you're spot on. We've got, uh, well, my wife and I actually went over to Melbourne to watch her when she ran in Melbourne. But um, I think of the 10 of us that uh, are in the syndicate, Adam's probably the only one that knew much about racing before we all, all decided to, to jump in. So, um, yeah, I think we're all sort of learning on the fly as, uh, as the whole thing unfolds, which has been pretty pretty amazing experience so far. That, that raises a really interesting question because a lot of our listeners you know, do follow racing every week and plenty of them own horses. When you are still relatively new to it and you have a horse like Mustang Valley, do you find it surprising how much it not, not takes over your life but how much it plays on your mind? For example, in a Group 1 week when you're heading into the Livermore, which you guys won, do you find that you're thinking about it Tuesday? You're waiting for the fields to come out Wednesday. You're looking at the weather reports Thursday because that's the experience I still have with it. Is that the experience you've found you have with it? Oh, absolutely. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty all-consuming. And I think you know, on top of that, is we're all actually learning all the lingo. You know, I'd never heard sort of black type, or I couldn't really tell the difference between a Group One and a Group Two. Um, so yeah, we're all we're all certainly learning and just loving the ride. It's been it's been bloody good fun. It's um it's pretty cool, especially when you do it with mates. So I assume Nick got you involved with Mustang Valley. What about the kind of ascension of her? Because she was a good horse, but in the space of a couple of months, she became a great horse, didn't she? So was that did it kind of take you back? Or were you hearing from Andrew and Nick and the crew that she always had a lot of potential? Yeah, I think we were. Um, you know, they would always say, you know, she's finishing the race as well. You know, she's she, she's keen and. 
um, that was probably the biggest thing for us trying to get our head around is how does she go from you know doing pretty well as a sort of two three year old to uh, you know winning the Liver Mile the next minute. My wife and I are off to Sydney um, in the Chairman's Lounge at uh, the Racing Club in Flemington. It just I don't know the whole thing just didn't really add up. But, um, that's been so much fun. What's the um, what's the go to Tom? Are you a a screamer when watching the races? Do you slap the race book on the side of the thigh? Are you are you a lot of people are fist pump people or they go the high five? How do you react when you have a, a liver mole like moment with uh, Mustang Valley? Uh, you might have seen us on TV at the Liver Mole. We were all uh, in the park going um, probably a bit over the top. But, um, yeah, we've had our kids on the sideline when she won um, uh, in, in, in Parliament, Awanui. So we've had, um, um, yeah, we've had a lot of fun. Is there a lot of man-hugging going on when men hug each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's what usually happens. you got to. you got to, don't you? Yeah. I've got, a, <laughs> yeah. I've got a horse with Louie, and if it wins a maiden race, we're going to man-hug, which I'm not really looking forward to, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think we could. We can maybe we can manage one. Hey, uh, I'm curious though. Like, you, you so you're getting into the game now. She's a mare. Um, she's got black type, as you say. She's got Group One. She's going to be a valuable brood mare. Have you kind of talked to Nick and um, the Windsor Park crew about what happens next? Are, are you gonna? Are you interested in the breeding side, or right now are you just loving the racing and that's enough to get your head around? Yeah, I think we've had our lawyers look over Nick's. Uh next contract just to make sure it's uh, it's all legit but no hopefully that might be the, the next you know fun part of the <laughs> the um the group is just you know things some breeding opportunities but what do, what do you do today tom do you like do you watch the race in the lounge at home with the family or does there anybody Pump, like, surely like for example do you turn your phone off because if i have a, if i have a decent bet or i have a horse racing because there's the thing in racing you're learning the terminology well tom here's another word for you some people are what's called the mock and the mock are people who are naturally unlucky and if they ring you anywhere close <laughs> to a race they will stop your horse winning so you should always turn your phone off watch your modus operandi for watching a big race out of sydney today um we're actually on a boat up in the Bay of Islands, which I've never been to, and uh, my wife did bring bananas on the boat, which we believe is bad luck, so hopefully oh that's God. not going to be an omen for today, but we'll all be around the, uh, my phone on the, uh, on the track side watching it. Well, the other, the are, other... You a, are you on a boat now? Yeah, I'm on a boat now, yep. <laughs> Where is you're floating. You've you've had to take a call while you're in the Bay of Islands, one of the most beautiful parts in the world, because your mate got too pissed and couldn't answer his phone after a wedding. That's that's how it's happened. And, and you've got bananas on a boat. Uh, now, Tom, the other one too. Yeah. Is you, you wouldn't have heard this before. This is really important. Make sure nobody near you is wearing green and never wear green to the races. Now, of, of all the professional punters I deal with, <laughs> most of them don't care about about oh. the mock. But the one mock everybody I deal with is do not wear green. So, Tom, if you've got if you're wearing green and I'm even talking underpants. Do not wear them during good races. Oh, you've lost it, Mick. No, seriously, Louis. I deal with professional punters all the time, and green <laughs> is the one thing they all hate. Okay. No, no, all right, I'll pass it on to the uh, the rest of the crew here, but I think we're safe on that one. Good stuff. Uh, outstanding. Right, we'll let you get back to your boat. Take a, a nice morning dip. Hopefully the weather's not too bad for you, uh, Tom. Great to chat. Thanks for taking the call at short notice. And all the best for Mustang Valley. Whatever she does to do sh- today, she'll be better for it, no doubt. And Andrew, we're going to chat to him at, at 9.30, so we'll find out exactly what he's got in mind. Um, she's a wonderful mare, and it must be a, a real thrill to be on the journey. So all the best, pal. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. And thanks to, obviously, Andrew and Nick and the team at uh, Windsor Park. That was beyond yeah. that was beyond the call of duty, Tom taking the phone call on the boat. <laughs>
Because I know, Louis, that you love racing and you're a sicko for the punt, but there are actually some people, and, and people listening to this will have them, there's people in life who become the mock. There's some people the mock. who, well, they call them, in casinos, they call them callers. And this is actually a true yeah, story. Right. They used to actually employ people. It's actually a movie called The Caller. They used to employ people at casinos who were naturally unlucky. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. This isn't a joke. In Las Vegas, they would employ people who are naturally unlucky. And if you were on a winning streak, they would go sit next to you and start talking to you. Now, you think that's made up, but it's absolutely true. Now, there's people in life who are the mock, and I'm sure there's people listening to this who have them, whether it's your granddad or your mum or what it can be your wife or your partner, who come up to you during a race and they say things like, oh, it's going good, it's going to win. And you're like, oh, dear God. Oh, no. I know. And I've actually got a friend of mine who I love. I love him like a brother. I used to live with the guy, flatmates, and he's the mock. And I've been in situations where I will literally hide from him in a racetrack in the toilets so he doesn't talk to me during a race. And I wonder if people out there have or believe in the theory yeah. of the mock. Naturally unlucky Who's people. your mock? Who, if you've got one out there, text us double eight double three. We'll say their name on here. Who's the person you don't want talking to you or around you in a race of importance?